0: Street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. Sorry? Uh, What is this
1: about? I don't
0: know what that's about. I'm out here doing something completely different. I'm doing street epistemology. What is that? It's where you use questions to challenge a person's claim in a respectful way because they think that it's true.
1: Right,
0: okay. So I'm doing interviews with people. I ask them to pick the topic, and then I challenge them in a respectful way. How could you be so sure that that's true? Right. What would change your mind? I
1: think a lot of that goes to morality.
0: A lot of it goes to morality? Yeah,
1: like a lot of debates that like... Like a whole bunch of like debates that everybody has, Mm -hmm. they all just fall down to morals. It's hard to, Mm. that's why it's like hard to like Mm
0: answer.
1: And it's it's hard for someone to challenge their own morals. So like that's Mm. why people are defensive
0: about it. Mm. Well, a lot of people think that they get morals from a higher power. Exactly. And because of that, what I found I, I would tweak what you're saying just a little bit from my perspective. A lot of people's views are based on their. View whether there's a higher power or not, because if somebody thinks that there's a higher power, the way that they view politics and immigration and it all, it all changes, I think, based on that. Right. But maybe at, at the heart of it, it is morality. I don't know. That's that's worth exploring. But anyway, so um, if you are interested, I, I set a timer for four minutes. I do an interview over there. I'm just I'm just refreshing the batteries on my cameras. What's your name? Uh, Marin. Marin. Yes, sir. My name's Anthony. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So
1: I like, uh, it
0: for? I have a YouTube channel. Oh, that's cool. Mhm. So I think I'll just, I'll take away this camera for the for the purpose of this interview, I suppose. Uh, I'll put a battery in it later. Um, do you mind if I? Are you okay if I record this and everything? Sure, that's fine. I figured you were because we already talked sure, about sure. it, but you never know. Right. Some people are. They they. Um, they get over here and they're like, oh, you wanted to record it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got cameras story. everywhere. Right. It, your name is Marin? Yes, sir. Okay, M-A-R-I-N? Yes, sir. Very nice. Yes. My name is Anthony. The idea here is to take one claim. Oh, <laughs> maybe later? I just started one. Okay. Um, he was interested in doing it over too. Oh, okay. But the idea here is to take one claim okay. and explore it with you by me asking questions to see how you could be so sure that it's true. And ideally it's a claim that you act out on because you think that it's true. You know what I mean? Like you might actually vote for this candidate because you like her stance on global climate change. Right. Because you're sure that that's real. Right. Or maybe you're going to vote for him because you love how he's, um, he's, he's, he's really hard on immigration and about keeping all those illegals out. Right. That type of thing. Or anything else in between. It could be supernatural too. Then maybe you think that you've seen a ghost, you're sure of it, there's no doubt in your mind. Okay. Anything like that?
1: So, I think the topic would be abortion. Oh, okay. We think that abortion is wrong.
0: You say it's wrong. uh, Yes. Abortion is wrong. Um,
1: So, I I, I would probably have to uh, explain, um, because I think that the argument boils down to what is alive. In our legal system we have, you're not allowed to commit murder, you're not allowed to kill something. And the definition of a life is therefore the subjective part that people mess up mm. on. And I think that, so I could see where I am biased in the sense that I believe from a higher power, I'm a Christian conservative, yeah. that, uh, that life becomes a conception. So, right as a... An-
0: Do you hold that view because you're a Christian?
1: Yes. Partly because of it. yes.
0: If you weren't a Christian, let's say you decided that, uh, I don't have any good reason for thinking that this God is real, and I'm now gonna be an atheist. Okay. Meaning, and the definition of that is, I just don't believe in any gods. Right, right. Let's not add anything else onto that, maybe at this right. point, but okay. if you came to discover that you could no longer believe that the God exists, would it influence your view on what life is and that abortion is wrong?
1: Yeah, I don't know if it would completely influence, it would definitely have an influence to some extent, like I wouldn't have necessarily as much, because by being a Christian, I, I feel like I have an obligation for this, right? But if I, if I wasn't, uh, if I didn't believe in a higher power, mm-hmm. I, um, I probably wouldn't necessarily have, like I wouldn't feel the obligation to believe it. I see. So,
0: you have more of an obligation to take a stance on exactly, exactly, it because exactly. of your Christian um, beliefs. Right. And if you didn't have the Christian beliefs, you you may not feel that obligation
1: exactly. to so, take a stance on exactly. it. Exactly. So I'd probably feel okay. much more like, lenient on it just, just because of the fact that I didn't... Uh, I guess you could say care
0: as Uh-huh. Much? Yeah. Maybe another way of phrasing it is you care more about abortion and what people do with the, on that topic mm-hmm. because of your Christian outlook. Right, yes. And if you didn't have the Christian outlook, you may not care as much. Right. Okay. So. All right. You said that it's wrong. Would it still be wrong? And we haven't defined what wrong is yet. Right. We can. Right. Would you think abortion is still wrong if you didn't have the Christian outlook? I don't
1: think I would. Huh? I don't think I would. And I don't think that's necessarily Christian. I think that most religions, because um, I think most of them will work in the same way. If, if you take uh, out the religion, mm-hmm. you wouldn't really care as much.
0: We were actually kind of talking about it over there just briefly, weren't we? Right. Like, yeah, that that seems to be such a linchpin for other people's views on things. Exactly. Including sensitive topics like abortion. Exactly. Okay.
1: And I think that that flows into almost every other debate as well. Yeah. Uh, Once again, it's the whole religion, higher power. I I would agree with what you said. Um,
0: Now, In regards to... Oh, I'm sorry, please. No,
1: because...
0: Well, I was going to say, if that's the case, as an interviewer, uh wanting to get to the foundation of your views, talking about abortion at this point is not so much more... It's not as interesting to me now as it was when I didn't know that your view could be swayed depending on your position on the God existing. Right. Does, do you follow that? Like. Yes. yes. I, I would at this point really want to explore how you determine that the God is real.
1: Exactly, so I think it all just goes down to like religion. Everything flows back to that. Kind of. Exactly, it flows to what makes your sense of morality. What like embodies yeah. your core values and beliefs, your web of belief.
0: Your web of belief, yes. Okay, that's a good way of putting it. Well, that was four minutes. Do you want to keep going a little more?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm okay How much time do you have? I, I have a class in like 50 minutes, so.
0: Oh, okay. All right, so can I get a sense of how sure you are that the Christian God is real on a scale from zero to 100? And this scale is optional, but it's useful to get a sense of where you're at. Okay. I'm sometimes surprised at the answers that I get because sometimes people are like, I'm 80% sure that that's true. And that's fine, you don't have to feel obligated to give an answer. Okay. 100% would be there's no question in my mind, there's no doubt. I can't possibly be mistaken on this. This God is real. And then 0% would be the opposite. I have all questions, I have all doubts. I don't think the God is real.
1: Okay. Where Um, would you be? I would put myself at a higher 90%, so maybe a 98. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes when I'm, like, we have doubts and I would believe that that's from from the devil, so... Um,
0: you think doubts are from the devil?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Hmm. And um, so I would... So in time when I have doubts, I would, t- I would tell myself that uh, uh, this is coming from the devil.
0: When you find yourself having doubts, you tell yourself that it's the devil?
1: Oftentimes, yes.
0: And it sounds... All doubts or only doubts about the God existing?
1: Oh no! Uh, Only the doubts about God exists. Because if if I can prove to myself that God exists, then everything else just follows after that. Uh, Like morality follows after uh, me believing.
0: Sure, because you think the God is real, your your outlook on morality is different. How you view abortion is contingent on that. Exactly. Can we explore a little bit about why you would view questioning or or doubts? when it comes to the God existing as um, as perhaps off limits, but you might actually doubt other things in your life. Like for example, you said you have a class starting in an hour, like right. 50 minutes, right? Yeah. Did it ever cross your mind that the class could be canceled today? No. Okay, let's say you walk past a person who's in your class.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we see her walking and she's walking in the complete opposite direction of the class. Okay. Would you start to doubt if you had class? Maybe. Are you worried about the doubting that you have class being the devil?
1: No. So I, I think, okay, no, I wouldn't.
0: It's only when you question the God existing.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes.
0: Hmm. Is there any reason why you view it in those terms? Why wouldn't doubt or questioning be beneficial in this instance?
1: Um, I think it's... Okay, so when I think about it, I think that it's from the devil. But I want to find out why. So what I do is I I consider that from the devil, and I look at why. Like I would go and I would research my doubt, right? And uh, Mm -hmm. and I'd find something that will explain my uh, uh, like. misunderstanding or not, so I would just go look and try to find an answer to the problem that I just came up with in my head.
0: Okay, when you do find yourself doubting or questioning, maybe it might be a softer way of putting it, mm-hmm. if you find yourself questioning the existence of the God, you'll make it a point to research your questions. Yes. And then you keep researching it until you find sufficient answers. Yes. To assuage the doubt, to, to uh, mm-hmm. yeah. temper it, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think
1: that'd be a good thing.
0: Are you willing to allow yourself to doubt things to the point where you might not be able to find answers to it?
1: Um, I don't understand the question.
0: That's fine. I'm glad that you're asking for clarification. Let's say that you had a question or doubt, and then you started looking for answers, and then you were finding difficulty finding the answers. Mm-hmm. What do you do at that point? Do you just say, that's just unanswerable, I can't deal with it? Or do you just, do you just double your efforts? Or do you pretend that you have an answer so that you can say, I don't have any more doubts anymore? Or I, What do you do when you actually encounter doubt? I think right. is maybe my question.
1: Okay, okay, when I encounter doubt that I don't know what to do with? Yeah. Okay, I'd probably, I think I'd pray about that. So I would mm-hmm. pray and I'd see if over time, because um, I believe that God answers in some way, shape, or form eventually, Hmm. Um, so I would pray about it, and I would wait, patient, right? Mm. And um, the and I don't think that there's anything wrong
0: with that. Okay, so if you encountered a doubt or a question, you researched it, you were finding the answers unsatisfactory, or maybe not even there. Sure. Then you would find yourself praying to the God, right? And waiting for an answer. Yes. Okay, and then if you let's say, has it ever happened where you've done that, and then you never got an answer?
1: Um. You know, I don't think so,
0: hmm.
1: now that I think about it. I think I've received an answer, like, once. So i I I've prayed about some things, and um, I eventually did get an answer. Sometimes I would, like, in the span of waiting, I would wonder had I not received an answer at all. But eventually I received an answer. So I think that hmm. it's, just, it's a waiting game that, like, I'm always in... I am always waiting until the answer comes about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm no, I'm, I am no—I never consider the fact that I'm not answered. I consider the fact that I'm waiting for an
0: answer. You've never considered that you're not going to get one. Right. Just you're just wondering how long it's going to take before seven. you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, okay. okay. Well, that was good. Right. Yeah, uh, before you go. Yes. Let me give you some information. Uh, this is a magnet with street epistemology on it, and I've is got that a cr- the YouTube channel name. Well, yeah. If you search for that and my name Anthony, you'll see my my channel. Okay. This is my card with my email on it, and then I would like to offer you one of these three pieces. You probably see me out here many times, and that's because I'm hoping to have like multiple conversations with the same people. Okay. To really question them on these things. Okay. And one conversation isn't often enough. But right. would you like to take one of the three pieces? Sure. And then there's no obligation to either come back for the other two or whatever. But okay. would you like to know where I stand on your claim or anything that yes, you said? Yes, exactly. You do? Very okay. I try to hold back on sharing my views because I don't want to influence you. Right. right. But I'm, I'm willing to share my views with you since you're asking. Um, mm-hmm. It's my position that I'm not lecturing here to you, okay. but this is really my, my position. Okay. I think doubt and questioning is one of the most valuable things that we can do. Especially when it's a, a foundational belief to who we are, and it's the linchpin for morality and where we stand on abortion and immigration and politics and all that stuff. Right. Because questioning, I think, is one of the best ways to figure out what's really true. Okay. And if I don't if, if I put some things out of reach of questioning or if I, if I doubt it just a little bit, and then I, I find reasons to kind of assuage my doubts, I'd be worried that I was believing something that's not true. Okay. That's foundationally shaping how I interact with reality. That would be my view on it. Okay. I, I think questioning and doubt is a valuable thing. Not just for thinking if I have a class in 50 minutes or not, Right. but whether I'm believing something that's true with regards to a God existing. Right. I wouldn't view it as it's the devil trying to get in the way between me and my God.
1: What I would say is that I think that there's a difference between having doubts and questioning. Mm.
0: Right? So, you don't see them as synonymous.
1: Doubts and question. Because uh, I can question lots of things, right? I can mm-hmm. have thoughts and I can question. For example, whenever I have the bad, I, uh, whenever um, I have doubts, I question my doubts. Okay. So um, um, I don't have doubts about my, I guess, I guess in a sense you could say that I have doubts about my doubts. That'd be a weird, that's a weird way of thinking about it.
0: Aren't um, doubts about doubts skepticism?
1: uh, Yes. I would, I think that's a form of skepticism, yeah. Yeah,
0: it might not be the definition of it. But even skeptical people might be skeptical about their own skepticism. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, I'm really skeptical about a God existing, but am I too skeptical? (laughs) Am I so skeptical to the point that I'm not willing to entertain good reasons for thinking that that's true?
1: See, and, and I like to, like, whenever I have conversations with people, especially, I love having conversations with people that I disagree because, um, I like learning the positions of which I don't agree with so I can understand my position better. So I love asking questions mm-hmm. because asking questions will help me reaffirm what I understand. And if, and if yeah. like sometimes I'm wrong on some uh, stances and I, it's, I mean, not often. Uh, I'm a pretty firm in my beliefs now, but... Uh, uh,
0: you see I, oh, value in questioning.
1: I see, a, I see a great value in questioning. So if someone mm. asks me for questions, I'm like I am more than willing to answer and ask them a question back or whatever. I love I love the the discourse because that's uh-huh. that's how humans have come to be. It's our communication. It's our yeah. uh, team work. Like and that's how we built everything, right? So um, I think mm. that that's what led us this far. It's the, the questioning aspect, mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm. not necessarily the doubts, because uh, mm. I think that uh, we didn't have doubts. When working with each other, I mean, although you could have doubts, that's not what brought us to this point. It's our uh, questioning, it's our wondering. Yeah. So I, w- I guess when I when I say questioning, I think it's thinking of what's possible as opposed to um, what if I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. See, the way I look at it is that uh, questions are necessary in order to experience the feeling of doubt. I think doubt is an emotion. Okay that is the result of questioning and discovering that you don't have good reasons for thinking something is true. Okay, okay. Like. So if I thought that there was a God, Right. and I have questions about it, is there a God? Right. And then I start to explore the reasons for thinking that there's one, like, um, well, maybe there was a miracle, or maybe prayers get answered, or maybe the holy book is true, or I had this vision or something. Mm-hmm. When I start asking myself questions about my justifications and I find my my justifications lacking, okay. then I could feel, I think I could, I would start to feel doubt. Right, okay. So I think maybe, maybe doubt and questioning are different.
1: Yeah.
0: Doubt might actually be the emotional output of questioning.
1: Okay. That I'm
0: thinking right. maybe that's the case.
1: I think doubt is the emotional output of questioning and not getting the answer to it, or yeah. in a satisfactory time.
0: Good way of putting it. Can Doubt can- might be the feeling of dissatisfaction with the answers that we're currently getting.
1: Yes. Yes. So like If I yes. question one of my classes, and uh, if I receive an answer within five minutes, I'm not. I'm not doubting that. Uh, uh, is, do I have a class soon? Or if I see her walking, and as I'm asking the question, I'm not having doubts that the class is not happening yet until she's You're ends. questioning it. Exactly, I'm questioning right. it. I'm not necessarily having doubts. That's just, it's just yeah. like, once you don't receive an answer. Yeah, yeah.
0: What could be the downside of cordoning off certain beliefs and saying, I can question those, but when I start to feel doubt, mm, that's when, you know, that's when the devil might be coming in, into play here. You know, like what's what's the downside of actually questioning a belief to the point where you do start to experience doubt?
1: Uh, you said you said what is the downside? What's the
0: downside of it? What's the worst that can happen? Um, if I question something so much to the point where I start to actually doubt it, I feel it. Like I, I'm not sure that I can think that that's true anymore. I'm really doubting that claim. What's the downside of doubt?
1: I think that leads into like depression. I mean, I don't know a good answer to that question, but- um,
0: That's the only outcome?
1: um, It leads, oh, that's a good question. Um, What is the worst outcome of doubt? I guess if you doubt for a very long time and you never receive an answer, it's just it weighs on you for a long time. Mm. And then you'll never, for example, uh, if I believe in a God and I have doubts about it, and so I start to fall away from my religious practices, over time, that will make me lose connections with the people or maybe my family who is part of that religion. I see. Uh, and that will like ruin, uh, I guess, close ties with family and okay. that create like a an antagonistic, like...
0: Not only feeling doubt, but possibly expressing it out loud to other people could ostracize you exactly. from the loved ones around you who don't have doubts about it or yeah. don't even question it. Exactly. Yeah, there could be a cost. The there could be a cost in that in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could that cost what?
1: No, I'm just I'm just trying to mm-hmm. work through the cost. What other things? But um, what was your question?
0: Could that cost be worth it?
1: I suppose it depends on what it is, Uh, like worrying for my class, that's not worth uh, (laughs) getting all like anxiety and everything about, Mm -hmm. but uh, uh, for something as big as religion, I suppose it can be, especially for ruins family ties, because mm. having a like a father in your like in your life, or having a, uh, a spouse, or having uh, someone very close to you in that sense, is a very beneficial, like statistically proven thing, or whatever. From what I've heard, at least, sure. Um, uh, for your own mental well-being, sure, and safety. So,
0: could there be a community of other people? that are comfortable with uncertainty, that are comfortable with doubting, that are willing to pay the cost to say, I've questioned this, I'm experiencing the feeling of doubt. I'm, it's an uncomfortable feeling, but I'd rather, I'd rather acknowledge areas of my life or beliefs that I, that I'm holding that I can't justify Mm -hmm. than to, than to not doubt them at all or to not question them in the first place. Okay. Do you know the, anyone like that?
1: I, I know a few people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably know most people that would agree with uh, me and, uh, and my beliefs, but uh, yeah. I would know a few people that are like very skeptical about everything. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think, the, the, only, I think that the only problem with that is that if you start questioning everything, you won't believe anything. And then mm. there's really no purpose to anything.
0: You can only get purpose if you don't question everything?
1: Well, because, for example, we don't know all the answers yet, right? Let's say I don't yeah. know all the answers to my religion, yet, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's fine. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't believe it. I, like, I, I am not, like, the highest the priest, like, person yeah. that knows you're everything. Not a, you're
0: not an experienced theologian and studied this for 30 years exactly. and all that. I got right. that.
1: So I obviously don't know everything, and I can question some of the uh, ideas, and, um, and I can ask and I can learn. Mm-hmm. But uh, until that point, there's always technically doubt because I don't know everything. There, there, will, there can uh-huh. always be doubt.
0: So you're living with doubt now. Right. And so I think that
1: the problem with just uh, doubting everything is that you can't just leave all the social, like more or less circles that you're in and seclude yourself because you have doubt. Because, te- because um, just because I can doubt something doesn't mean I, I have to stop believing something.
0: That's a good way of putting it. Just because I doubt something doesn't mean that I have to stop believing it. Yes. I can still keep believing something. This is why I try to look at it. Did I roll out the confidence scale of uh, zero to 100? I yes. think I did. Yes. This is why I try to look at it in this way. And you actually said 98. Like, Man. So yeah, Man. you'd be at 100 if you had no doubt or Man. at least no questions, I suppose. Exactly. So you are, okay. Are you trying to, I'm fascinated by this. Is a life without any doubt more virtuous than a life with a little bit of doubt?
1: No. I think okay. what makes us human is our questioning or our doubt. Because if you don't have... I mean, no, no, that's, that's part of what makes us human. Hmm. Um, because if you don't have doubt, there's no purpose to anything. You know everything and there's, <laughs> well, that's
0: it. <laughs> would you know everything or would you just believe anything? if I don't question or doubt anything, wouldn't I fall for everything?
1: Yes, you would. And that but a lot, you would fall for two opposing sides. And that would, I think that that's an impossibility. Right? It's a, To have no zero doubts, right?
0: I think so. I think it's an impossibility as well, but a lot of people think that they, <laughs> a lot of people are steadfast. And I not only believe that this is true, I know it. And there's no doubt in my mind that this is true.
1: I think that they say that because that's what they want to believe of themselves. Yes. But internally, they just have doubts and they don't want to externalize it. I guess. Is mm-hmm. that word?
0: This is why I think it's it's advantageous to question and to doubt, mm-hmm. especially the things that we're told you shouldn't question that, right. you shouldn't doubt this. Exactly. Satan's going to get you if you question. <laughs> With somebody, <laughs> I'm with the philosophy, if somebody says, don't question or doubt this, that's the very first thing exactly. I'm, I'm going right, to go after right. and be like, well, hold on a second. Why? Why is this off limits?
1: Exactly. Yeah. Why shouldn't it be? Exactly. That, that's, that's a very good point. I would agree with that.
0: Okay. Dude, that was okay. fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Of course. If you want to hit me up again. Um, <laughs> you, did I give you my card with my email? Uh, I think I yes. did. Okay, Marin, that was a great talk. Thank you. Appreciate it.